I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Tuesday, February 13th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Okay, so Jay, financial platform Neon Money Club has launched a new dating app called Score, which, get this, you're only allowed to join if you have a credit score above 675. Now, the app, which claims to bring awareness about the importance of finance in relationships, will only be available for 90 days. So if nothing screams romance to you quite like paying your bills on time, well, time is ticking to find your financially prudent Valentine. So I know it's only 90 days this will be up for Jay, but do you think this actually could be a real thing? I think we're talking about it, which makes the ad stunt the real thing, I guess. Uh, I think it, finances are important in relationships. I'm not sure you want to date people just because of their credit score, but it means you kind of do have something in common, so maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. You know, as an entrepreneur myself, Jay, <laughs> uh, I can say that credit scores are not indicative of personal finance responsibility. There are instances where people can be penalized for a variety of reasons by an artificial private sector credit score, which has nothing to do with whether they're good with money or not. That's all I'm gonna say, Jay. So I, I think it's a bit discriminatory, but that's okay. Well, discriminatory in the world of online dating is probably a pretty low bar, actually. That's, you know what, of all the things you can be discriminatory over, I think credit score is probably the best best <laughs> one. So you agree with it. You're you're uh, you're not logging in to the Neon Money Club app, but, uh, but other people might be. Brett, aside from this, obvious stunt. What do we have for Peak Dolls today? For our first story, TikTok gets a brand new power user. It's the president. For our second story, Sony buys MJ rights as music catalogs become thriller <laughs> for investors and our big picture. Sure. For our first story, it wasn't too long ago we were writing regularly about the plans by U.S. lawmakers to ban TikTok. And now it seems like those plans have taken a backseat to, you guessed it, politics. Brett, who is the latest to join the Chinese-owned social media platform? It's the commander-in-chief himself, Jay. U.S. President Joe Biden has joined TikTok on Sunday during the Super Bowl, part of his re-election campaign strategy to win over important Gen Z voters ahead of November's election. Yeah, Biden launched his new account with a video answering football-related questions, including which team he was cheering for. He said he prefers the Eagles. And which Kelsey brother he was a bigger fan of? He answered Mama Kelsey. Well, if he was a real Eagles fan, he'd say, Jason, Jason it's yeah. obvious. Anyways, yeah. to catch you up, the decision to join the platform came as a surprise, as the Biden White House has not been friendly towards the company in the past. Yeah, Biden signed a bill banning the app from federal government phones in 2022 and demanded that the app be sold to a non-Chinese owner or face an outright ban on the U.S. This all matters because Western lawmakers hostile to TikTok are running into the political reality that it's become one of, if not the best place to reach young voters and a communications channel that they can't afford to surrender. In Canada, a quarter of age 18 to 25 year olds spend more than an hour per day on TikTok, according to a 2023 survey. Now, none of the leaders of Canada's largest political parties have TikTok accounts. Both Jagmeet Singh and Pierre Polyev deactivated theirs last year. Yeah, here's the bottom line. It's going to be difficult for any politician to make a strong case for banning TikTok while they're using TikTok themselves. For our second story, the competition might have been tough for the King of Pops music library, but Sony and its big checkbook told the other investors to... Beat it. Wow, you love these puns. And here's what's happened. Sony is acquiring half of Michael Jackson's music catalog for around $600 million, a deal that will make it the most valuable catalog ever sold. All this, according to Axios. 
It matters because the shift to the streaming model has made music rights more valuable than ever and turned the catalogs of superstar artists with enduring appeal into assets that investors regard as a safe, recession-proof source of returns. To catch you up, catalog deals have become more common and expensive in recent years, with older and current artists alike cashing on their roster of hits. Canadian pop star Justin Bieber sold his entire music catalog to Hypnosis back in 2022 for $200 million. The boss himself, Bruce Springsteen, sold his catalog to Sony in 2021 for about $500 million, the record for the biggest deal before the Michael Jackson acquisition. Future sold his music library from 2004 to 2020 to Influence Media Partners, an investment firm backed by BlackRock and Warner Brothers for $75 million. Yeah, no news about Usher in this entire thing. Now to zoom out, if Universal Music is successful in its standoff with TikTok over a new licensing deal, social media platforms may need to pay even more in royalties, and we could see the value of artist catalogs soar even higher. And for our big picture, Auditor General slams Arrive Can. Canada's Auditor General released a report on the COVID-era travel app Monday outlining findings that the $59.5 million price tag was way too high and that the government agencies involved showed a glaring disregard for basic management practices. The AG added that the actual cost of the app is unknown because of Canada Border Services' poor financial record keeping. That's not great. Canadian pleads guilty to aiding Russian military. A Canadian-Russian woman has pled guilty to sending pieces of unmanned aerial vehicles and guided missile systems to Russia for its military to use in the war against Ukraine. According to the indictment, the woman and her husband allegedly bought the U.S. tech while living in Montreal before sending it to the Russian military. WestJet caught up in Boeing panel fiasco. WestJet could face lengthy delays on the 42 Boeing 737 MAX 10 planes that the airline bought back in 2022 as U.S. regulators have grounded Boeing's production of the aircraft to a halt until safety concerns are addressed. Boeing's MAX 9 aircraft was involved in a mid-flight door panel blowout that has prompted quality control concerns for all of its aircrafts. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Have a great day, Peak Pals. Peak Pals.